Welcome to Simply Ray, a space where we are big on doing life together, where we learn, celebrate and grow. I'm your host, Ray, and I believe in being real and keeping it simple. Join me as we embark on creating extraordinary moments in our ordinary lives. What going broke in university taught me. So, no one likes to feel like they're lacking in something especially when that something is an important aspect to life and survival, such as money. And I know we've all heard this saying that money shouldn't be our life's purpose and we should not chase money, life is more than money. But I think some of us may take this to the extreme when we have the desire to have or make money, we start to feel guilty. And that's what it was like for me at least, until my dad sums it up perfectly. He said, The desire for money is not an evil thing. It's the love of money that turns life upside down. That was not a direct quote, but that's what he alluded to. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make and earn lots of money and wanting a good lifestyle. There's something wrong when you sacrifice your relationships and forego joy and happiness, reserving that idea, the idea of a good life for when you have a lot of money. The reality is that money comes and goes. It's a medium of exchange. And I've experienced the going a lot more than the coming this month. August was always going to be an expensive month. I always knew that. Moving back into university for the second semester meant restocking all the basic essentials, which are kind of sort of investments, and therefore they're quite expensive, and they all happen at the same time. And I'm not an irresponsible person. I have a budget and I do everything in my power to stick to this budget. This month, however, due to external circumstances outside of my control, my money left my account a lot faster than it should have. And when I checked my balance last week, I wanted to throw up and dig a hole and dissolve into it. There was no way that I was going to get through the rest of August with what I had. And as any responsible, level-headed, independent adult would do, I phoned my parents in a bit of a frenzy and just declared that I was broke. Maybe there was some part of me that wanted them to feel pity and offer me a loan, um, but I should know my parents better than that. Instead of offering to bail me out, they asked me questions and forced me to think of ways to bail myself out. I was now responsible to come up with strategies and ways around my financial crisis. And I found as I was talking with them that I was so much more willing to take risks because I genuinely, genuinely had nothing to lose. You know that saying, like, the great thing about hitting rock bottom is the only way it is up? And I'm hesitant to say I'm at rock bottom because there are so many other things that could be missing from my life which would conclude in me being at rock bottom. But in terms of my bank account, I'd hit some form of rock bottom. And the only thing I could do that would make a difference was to figure out how to build a ladder and climb out of the hole that I'd fallen into. And I'm so grateful that my parents did not bail me out, that they left me to work something out. They helped me think about the resources and the plan to build the steps, but ultimately it was me that needed to build the staircase. And I'm not saying there aren't moments when I am just seized with panic over how on earth I'm going to survive the month, how am I going to eat. Um, Worrying that does not do me any good and actually has no real foundation or validity. But even though it's tough to be squeezed into a space like this, I'm learning so much more and building 
incredibly good habits around how to manage my mindset around money. I have nothing to lose. Either if I do a business venture, I get more money or I learn a lesson. Now, if you were guaranteed an outcome, wouldn't you be so much more willing to try it out? What would you do if you knew you could not fail? Let's rephrase it. What would you do if you knew you could not lose? That's how my mindset has shifted after going broke. Money was something I was holding very tightly to, something I was scared to lose. But money doesn't make me who I am. And if it did, I would never be stable, never be constant. Life is so much more than how much money you make. I'll say it again, money comes and money goes. It's designed that way. It's supposed to be exchanged. However, lessons stay forever. And I know it sounds super cliche, but going broke, in quotation marks, taught me that material things do not matter as much as I thought they did. When I told the rents, they didn't freak out worrying that I had no money. They weren't like, oh, no, our daughter, how is she ever going to live, yada, yada, yada. They were like, okay, you're in this tricky situation. We're very sorry about that. How are you going to dig yourself out? It's incredible how motivated you get to get something when you don't have another way of getting it. When you don't have something, you're so much more willing to take risks, to try new things. And as I was sitting there thinking about this kind of like revolution, revolution, mind revolution, change of mindset, I wanted to adopt it into friendships and relationships. That if I don't have as many friends as I would like, why don't I take risks and try to get some more? I shouldn't be closed off. I should be open to receiving lessons, putting things back into perspective. We're not going to be here forever. So what if that person laughs at you? So what if you spend slightly a little bit too much than you should because you and your friends were going out or you really wanted that camera so now your savings doesn't look as healthy as it did because you just bought a nice camera? So what? And I'm not saying to give people, friends that have hurt you in the past, chances over and over again because, you know, don't be closed off. Maybe they've got a new lesson to teach you. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying give everything away to ensure that you're always living at bare minimum and you're always in the red zone so you don't become complacent and you're always hungry. There's a balance between having what you need and looking for ways to get more and make it better. There's a balance between gratitude and expectations for the future. And I'm still trying to find that balance. Finding the answer is not what this podcast is about. I don't have the answers. Of course I don't. I'm a 19-year-old girl who's still on an allowance from my parents. I don't even have my driver's license yet. Funnily enough, I'm going for my driving lesson tomorrow, my first driving lesson. So keep keep me in your prayers. <laughs> keep the, the instructor in your prayers. But I don't have it all figured out. And I don't think we ever will have it figured out. Because if you did life would become pretty boring. This episode was not to give you a how-to on how to react when you lose something of value or hit a certain extent of rock bottom. It wasn't supposed to be a step-by-step guide on how to get out of being broke and into financial freedom. It's just supposed to be a conversation about ways I found to approach these crossroads in life. The bottom line is that life is yours. You don't have control over the timeline, but you control the daily attitudes and reactions. You can choose to see the good in things and look on the side of the optimist and seek out lessons from challenges. 
You decide how you view your problems and whether or not you throw yourself into challenges. Going broke taught me the value of money, not in the way that you might think. It taught me the value of perspective, the value of risk. It taught me the value of being at rock bottom. Losing something is never easy. Being in a tight space, whether it be financially, emotionally, mentally, time-wise, it's not a happy place to be. But it can be a fundamental growing place if you choose for it to be. Like diamonds are made under pressure. It's the same sort of analogy. You know the phrase that you only grow outside your comfort zone? Well, I've learned that to be true. And if you don't seek discomfort and growth for yourself, life has a way of pushing you toward it. I hope that I've inspired some conversation of thought around what you value and how you should see tough times. And I ask you again, what would you do if you were guaranteed to gain something? Thank you for listening to this episode of Simply Ray. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simply Ray podcast. Be sure to follow and turn on post notifications as we continue sharing the mundane moments of life.